0: You're listening to the Ladbrokes Winter Breakfast. Ladbroke it on all your favourite racing. Download the Ladbrokes app today. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Everybody agrees.
1: I'll stand directly at the sun. Good
2: morning, wherever you might be. They have let us out of the studio. And we are here at beautiful Eagle Farm as we get ready for Stradbroke Day. All thanks to Ladbrokes. If you're watching us Vital ABROK's live channel, good morning at a SEN track. Listening to us on a Friday morning, get ready to get involved. 0499 736736.
1: 736. Perfect, a fire alarm perfect timing.
2: Magnus. Fire alarm goes off. There's protesting. It's all happening. Campbell Brown, hello to you.
1: Great to be here. Uh, this will be my third appearance at uh, Third? beautiful Eagle Farm for the Stratty. Yes, I got out of Victoria during lockdown. Cop that Dan Andrews. Um, <laughs> But, great to be your sons out, reminiscent of the days I used to live here. Cop you know, that, you'd come yes. out, and you'd wear your sonny's. Absolutely. Well, you yeah, are. Have a look at you. i got my look, on. look at you.
2: You are, of course, a Queenslander, a legend of Queensland sport, of course, 44 games. 44 games? Uh, yeah, you're right. For the Gold Coast yeah. Suns back uh, when they were... 46, actually. Slightly worse than they are now. Nick Quinn's in the house. Hello, Quinnick.
0: Yes, hello to you. Cam Luke. Hello, Campbell You're Brown. Right, mate, I'll say hello to the superstar. No, I'm just trying to get my head around the fact he thinks Dan Andrews would be disappointed <laughs> if he left the state. I reckon he'd drive him to the airport. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and for us to be able to go on the road today, of course, we've done, what, 25-odd shows from the studio on a Friday morning. We had to get permission from the Queen of Queensland. Gabby Doxy is here. Hello, Gabby.
3: Hello, team. How are and we going? Th- Absolute pleasure to be here and on the show. So, uh, yeah, debut and very excited about it. Can it's an you,
0: award-winning show. Isn't you, it? It's an awardless winning show, as I like to call it, but that could potentially change at some stage. Now, you do run Queensland Racing. Can you try and get that alarm switched off? It's a little bit irritating. <laughs> I thought there was a horse loose at one stage, then I thought there was a protest, and uh, it's neither of those things. And there has been some interesting protests in Queensland over the years. <laughs> there certainly
2: now, have. Quinny, I think
0: they're in the
2: spirit of the show, I think just to welcome Gabby in the right way, I need to... Be honest and transparent, which we are on this show and try on SN Tracks. So I went over last night to introduce myself to Gabby. Never met before. As I walked over to her, I heard her utter the words... Brownie, did you finish high school? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what type of conversation
1: preceded my arrival, but it must have been a good one. What gear were you running with to force that... Com- I'm not that too ac- sure, but um, <laughs> I went on to tell Gabby that I actually got a doctorate in but, e- economics. Yeah, uh, um, Brown.
0: your poor parents, they were forking out, what, 32000 a year to send you to that posh private school, and Gabby didn't even think you went to school.
3: Well, I think AFL covered the cost of the uni, so uh, yeah, it's,
0: did. uh, no, you no, didn't it. have to worry no, about that. <laughs> <been> least <released laughs> out of those poor Gold Coast <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
2: All thanks to Ladbroke. We've got a huge day, of course. Ladbroke, Stradbroke day tomorrow. Not just the Group 1 over the seven furlongs. The two-year-olds will go at it in the JJ Atkins. We'll get to that very shortly. We've got Crystal Ball. Where's Hammer, actually?
1: Well, look. He went missing last night.
0: Interesting story. He's up here, like the rest of us, working for the week, and he goes, I'm going to hire a car, which makes sense, because... You don't want to have to be getting Ubers and taxis everywhere, I understand that. So you think you're up here for a couple of days, what kind of car is he running with? Guess what he's rented for three days? Oh, a Range Rover. That would be practical. Yes, yeah. it guess. That would be very practical. <laughs> He has rented a bright red Ferrari. He yeah. has not. 100%. I, it, it, you got evidence of this? I, I have. I've put really it out of the site. So- there it is. If you're watching. Oh. And look. Oh, and no. my favourite part. He's very badly parked where it says reserved. No parking. Adam Hamilton. <laughs> you absolute halfback flanker. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> I like yeah. how you clean that up. On SCN track, we would have gone with the actual yeah. word. Well, I did. I know. did. I did seek permission <laughs> to go with that, and I was given the red light. So there we go. There's Adam in a Ferrari I for three days
1: airport yesterday. I actually parked in the short term in a spot that says uh, your car will be towed if you park here. So when I get back Sunday, mate, I'm really
0: running running the gauntlet. The Victorian government might strike back against you for sneaking <laughs> out of the state. Well. I will be absolutely right. <laughs> Can we tip someone off? Do we no, know no, anyone no, no, in no, no, security no, no. at the no. airport? Like, this will be pretty funny. Can you clamp this There'll car? I don't think you about need that, to. Mate. Because if you
2: park in a tollway zone for three days at the airport, the odds of the car being there... In fact, it's my best bet of the day. <laughs> it's my best bet later in the show. It's ruined early that you will have to walk. And you've got to go to work right away, don't I you?
1: I do, yeah. I've got to go straight to the footy. So yeah. and like, I like to... You've, I you've like never to...
0: missed the Sunday shift coming back from interstate. I need Obviously. the one. Yeah, like, I, like to,
1: I like to gamble responsibly, you know, on the horses and everything. But I also like to gamble in life with... Towaway parks and all sorts of things. <laughs> Every day's <laughs> a responsible journey. <laughs> on that
2: note, let's get into first things first.
0: On the Ladbrokes Winter Breakfast, first things first.
1: Well, you can kickstart
0: us. Mate. I certainly
1: will. I was watching the races uh, on Wednesday at Canterbury, and uh, there was a two-year-old race. Yes. And there was a lot of first starters, mm-hmm. debutants having their debuts. You know, as we say, um, there was this godolphin horse called Commemorative, uh, it's an I'm Invincible filly. It won by five, mm-hmm. dead set, go back and watch the replay. It is the biggest filly I've ever seen in my life. What, Huge.
3: What about the way on the turn she just bumped that other one and it just went, De- <laughs> Dead set. It, 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 was, it
1: was amazing, wasn't it? And just, and, and strode away, still green as grass. Absolutely. To yeah. win, you know, with a leg in the air. This horse has unlimited potential, because I've never seen a two year old filly as big as he's bigger than the boys. Um, so there's shades of, you know, American swimmer. Um, but uh, it was just unbelievable. It was unbelievable. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs>
0: if you haven't oh, seen no. the replay, it <laughs> it's going to be the end of us. It reminded it convidiamous. me of watching an under 11s footy game, mm-hmm. and there's that one kid that's <laughs> hit puberty, and they are an absolute monster. And the rest of us are just clinging yeah. on for dear life. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Because if you had have said that horse was five, I would not mm-hmm. have doubted yeah. you. She is huge. Balls of muscle. But also so. the
3: fact she's actually fluent in her action. Like, a lot of those bigger horses, they take time and they're just not, not as, as sort of... Fluent as she was, to and to win like that. Can you do
1: mounting yards? Like if you saw her walking around the mounting yard, would you would you be just like, wow? I wonder how like she, if she can well, put she's it all enormous. together.
3: Enormous, and that's the thing. That's the thing you're always worried about, especially with big horses, big colts. Like they're leggy. They they just they need a bit of time to learn where everything goes. She's just. Beautiful.
2: Oh. It's the next big thing. It well, we are doing that. we can't, we can't, the oh, I'm can't you. jump the gun. No, well, I'm jumping the gun. That's what mid- we do a on maid, this show.
1: A midweek Maiden. Yeah, of
2: course it's a midweek Maiden. But what she was able to do, and she's a two-year-old Phil. Fill- I can't wait for the spring. Because I'm very interested to see where they actually take her because there are going, there are gonna be tracks that don't suit her. Like she can't go to Valley. No. She can't and, and she probably can't go to Caulfield. Flemington. Uh, yeah, Flemington see almost almost don't. Oh, well when you've got the big ones, probably only Flemington's gonna suit her. Based not just on her size, but her galloping action, which I've, you touched on before. But found,
1: found, i I found uh, those athletes that are, are really big and muscular... Mm. Um, quite often get you know injury prone. I found that during my career you
0: know the bigger <laughs> you are
1: um, it's it's hard to keep that bulk off.
0: So yeah, Abby, please don't giggle and encourage him. That's <laughs> just a red rag to cool a bull.
1: No, I, I like it and I think what Godolphin
2: have done really well and it helps a little bit when you've got this amount of money, but they, they do have those horses that bring a fair bit of exposure and excitement and intrigue to the sport. Of course Animo now gone. We we're wondering what the next horse is going to be and I think it is this this baby as Gab mentioned. She just bullied them yeah. just bullied them on the bend and away she goes. Oh, so, the giant. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they the poor little it. thing
3: next to her it yeah. nearly ended yep. up in the car park.
2: Absolutely.
0: All sure. right, Quinny. First things first. What a, what good gear you're running with? Look, we love the straight broke. and if you like finding winners at odds, it's a perfect race for you. But if, however, like me, you like backing favourites. It's been an absolute graveyard. Going back to 2010, we've had just one winning favourite. And that was trekking in 2019 at odds of $7. Mm-hmm. So very open indeed. Hopefully the favourite tomorrow goes better than me, trying to work out which camera to speak to. <laughs> but going back over the years, 11-11, 18th at 6 50 Vega One, runner-up at 4 50 Dawn Passage, 7th at 420. Champagne Cuddles, third at $5. Clearly Innocent, third at $4.80. Blackheart Bart, runner-up at $5.50. In 2015, we had joint favourites. They ran 10th and 14th. Candy was third as a $6 market leader. Your Song, 14th at $5. Sea Siren, ninth at $4.50. And Love Conquers All, 15th at $5. And the year before that, Who Got You, 11th at $3.50. So on paper tomorrow, I think a lot of favoured backers clearly anticipate, think about it, has the race absolutely parceled up with a nice little bow on top. But the favourite will have to define strong recent history because that's going back to 2010, and a lot of them not only beaten, but convincingly beaten. And you could make a case that trekking at $7 doesn't really even stick up for the favourites because there was about five runners between seven and eight on that occasion. So you're essentially saying that it doesn't count.
2: So after everything you've just said,
0: you've given all these numbers, now you've said, oh, it's not really the favourite. No, I'm saying trekking that year. That yeah. year doesn't really count. So you could make a case that we haven't no, had a genuine it. hot favourite Would you have win any the race, race to lay the, the five tomorrow. Before we get to my courage or lack thereof, we haven't had a genuine winning favourite since Black Piranha in 2009 at four dollars, oh who was red hot in that particular, and then year. won it the next year Gobbled at cricket score odds. I,
2: I, it's a good point, but it's also a race that I, I think it's very hard to be able to work your way if you're a punter. With the strength and the depth of the race and the big fields, it's very hard to work your way through it. And I think at different times the market, it's a confusing race for the market, which is proven by the stats there. Tomorrow there's no confusion who the favourite should be. He's Absolutely not. No, none. Not. Right? So that, I'm not saying that think about, think about it will win the race, right? Because I don't think he will. But I also think there's a reason he's a red-hot favourite. I think everyone, as you said, sits here and says, you know what? He is. He is the horse that deserves favouritism, even though you can find reasons as to why you can't
1: win. Look for value. It'd be crazy not to look for some value in that race. I think I've found some a bit later on. I'm, I
0: think Gabby's impressed with that those stats. I think she's going to wheel them out throughout uh, the rest of the day with her many, many appearances <laughs> around the state. No, that's that's oh, the okay. most prep you've ever I done can actually
2: do. tell you exactly what Gabby's thinking right now. She's thinking... At five past eight, why are you knocking down a V while you deliver your first
0: things first? That
3: actually was on my mind. I was playing <laughs> yeah. over for
0: it. You're, and you're holding there. it. You've got a, you, <laughs> the strongest grip like of all time. <laughs> anyway. What flavour is that? Uh, it is... Citrus. Citrus I still haven't got a sponsor off me or Red Bull. Oh. <laughs> and nor will you. Like, when you drink as much of their product as I do, you and do. you look as good as this for yeah, 33 yeah. years old. If I you see.
1: delivered that down the barrel, yeah. right, yeah. on the right camera, yeah, you might have absolutely. got a sponsorship, but that one ain't working.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, just before we, we get to the break, 499 736 we want your tip, of course, for tomorrow and a Stradbroke. If you're listening to us via the SEN Track Radio Network, you did a great job last night. Yeah,
0: you oh, the a doing... coming. He couldn't even say that with a straight face. Look, he's smirking. Nothing. He's smirking. He what was...
2: See, he's... I told you there was a clip. We, we, went, we went to the, the <laughs> Ladbrack Calcutta last night. It was a wonderful night. And as I walked in, I was, I was grabbed on the arm and was like, oh, I can't wait to see Nick Quinn. He's got a very important role tonight. <laughs> and I thought for a split second you were hosting. And yeah. I was like, that's a little confusing because I know Lizzie Jels is going to rip yeah. it apart. hamo has got a really big, important conversation with two of the greats of all time in Pumper Cassidy and our man Glenn Boss. So I was, I was a little confused as to how you fit it in. Bid spotter. Yeah, bid you spotter. That's you, what you were. You? Yes, hey, hey. I'm
0: 24
2: on Hawaii 5 Rarely will I say
0: this, and I'll even look down the right barrel for you. For the first time ever in my working career, I was overpaid and underworked. <laughs> No, that's as honest as I can be. Oh, now, wow. cos even I didn't, you know, like it was like coming on at three-quarter time and your team's 15 stuff. goals oh, yeah. up and got a few cheap kicks off half-back. Yep. Hey, what did you make of the hat he was wearing? Did you see that?
3: Oh, yeah, it was a full, like, I thought you are going to to the skate park after the, uh, the Calcutta, so, yeah, skate park at nine.
0: I look like Calcutta. a bit of a skater, don't I?
3: Yeah, Roving oh, well, clean. the last night, and I thought, yeah, yeah. throwback. Roving. Skater
0: it... or surfer, for me, you oh. reckon?
3: Oh, skater, yeah. Yeah, yeah, certainly not
0: a surfer. So is that your hat? It was a Rothfire hat, right? No, look, we'll talk about Rothfire throughout the course of the show um, because I want to pay tribute to their ownership group who made the night last night. It was the Calcutta and the Rothfire team, they literally had the equivalent of a football team in attendance. All the owners, friends of the owners, they made the room last night because of the atmosphere and the energy that they brought. And they've got their own Rothfire hats, Mm. which they give away at events like that last night. It was a Calcutta, so everyone bids on the horse and they put in a hat as well and said if you buy the Rothfire horse, you get the hat as well. So they're just always doing these little things to create interest and create talk about Rothfire the horse and the race itself. So full credit to them. There wouldn't, I reckon in terms of horses I've lost the most money on personally in my life, Rothfire's on the podium. So it pains me to say this, but Rothfire has been wonderful thanks to the connections.
2: Well said. And I think that what they did last on what they do is exactly what horse racing needs. Right. Right? They need to have those periphery stories and the periphery conversations that isn't just centered about the horse actually running the particular distance, and if it wins or loses, or what price it might be. The the fact that where sport goes to new levels is when we sit here and we talk about stuff and the intrigue and drab around it, I think they do a really good job of that.
0: Maybe a good episode would be horses you've lost the most on in your life. Another one that springs to mind is Rangy Rang Do, and i just mentioned Who Be Got You. He'd be very (laughs) prominent as well. So this might be a group therapy, and we can go through all the horses that have cost us over the years. Because we talk about the winners.
1: Yeah, Clearly, young Bertha, Mm. and do you know what? I'm going to back it again. Yeah, you're not done. No, I'm not done. You're not. I'm going to get my money back on Young Bertha. No, you're not. Yes, I will. No, well, When are you going to
0: back it? <laughs> He's going to start laying it.
1: Yeah. No, no, no. At some stage, it always looms up and yeah. looks like it's travelling well. At some stage, it's going to win again.
0: What about you, Gab? What's a horse that you've just kept backing you think, oh, I better stick with, oh, I've got to go again?
3: I, I, I'm i not going to say one personally, but one that comes to mind for other people was Espiona. Always backed heavily, and I just, just was... You know, I know yeah. she's come back now, but just at that time where she's she, she was loved After by the punters, absolutely loved. She had a little little crown on her head, I think.
0: Your boss Dan Colby will be furious with that. He loves SBO, yeah, uh, but then
3: <laughs> Hamo
2: called been, it a milk drinker on this show, yeah, and Chris Waller of, no longer watches it. the show on the back of it. We, lost, we lost a viewer. We yeah. lost who, a big who would, who would you say? Well, I laid. Black caviar pretty much every time she went around, so she cost me. Really? Nah, I'm just I don't joking. know anyone that did that. Uh, legitimately, I can't think of a horse I lose money on yeah. because you know what? We you don't are, lose. You're <laughs> <a> little... <laughs> 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 i tell you what, I didn't lose money on.
0: Zach Purton, when I said he's yeah, going to win three group so... ones. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We're talking about horses that have cost us, and now you've oh, just somehow spent 20 one. seconds drinking your own bathwater. You water. know what
1: Geraldine's done? So you know he's the world's best futures market oh, punter? Yeah. Don't. He, talk to he, me. he backed a horse in two years' time to win the Singapore Cup. So he's done, he's done.
0: (laughs) You know what?
2: I've got a futures bet on this race tomorrow. You do. I do, yellow brick, I need six scratchings. And once he gets into the field, he'll win the race. All thanks to Ladbrokes, we're firing up. Beautiful morning, wherever you might be. Hello to you, a very quick break. Gabby's First Things First is next on the Ladbrokes Winter Breakfast Show. Good morning wherever you might be. We're live at Eagle Farm for the Ladbroke's Winter Breakfast Show and have a look at these wonderful scenes. It is a gorgeous Friday morning as we gear up for the Ladbroke Stradbroke tomorrow. There's Brownie, just taking one around at Evens just to get it ready for tomorrow. 12 to the yeah, 12 to the furlong. You have your monkey nuts <laughs> right, did you?
1: Uh, yeah, my counting is uh, only up to nine though. 0 499
2: 736 If you're listening via the SCN Radio Network, you can text in your best of the day or a horse you've lost a bucket load of cash Are on. You're
0: going to answer that question. I reckon you need to really man up and answer that. I had a good that. think about it. Yes? I still couldn't think of one. Oh. <laughs> It'll be a jump horse, yeah? <laughs> no, I
2: think there's an obvious one. Who? Well, I'm Thunderstruck.
0: Yeah. 15
2: straight months. I was, of course, had a 15-month futures bet for him to win the Cox Plate.
0: Yeah.
2: And at the 100-meter mark of the Cox Plate, I thought he was going to get there. We were together in the SCN track van at Moonee Valley when he fell a length short, or a little less than a length. I punched the, uh, the back yeah. of it, I don't, I'm not proud of it, but my emotions got the best of me. I left the radio
0: booth, and what is now wrong with the van? Yeah,
1: it's broken.
0: Bro- um, broken van. The, what was a bigger punch on the, tour for you, that punch? Mm-hmm. Or Brownie on tags <laughs> at Warnable. Well,
2: oh, geez, the no, Warnable tags won. I'll it tell you what. Hand, it
0: didn't shake the
2: world, it didn't even what. shake the suburb we're in. <laughs> I'll tell you what, the punch that I did hasn't ended the Ladbroke's Cox plate. He ended the international rules with his vulgar <laughs> bullying of the
1: Irish back in the mid 2000s. Yeah, don't come at the brown dog if you're an Irishman and think you're going to win. Simple as that. <laughs> Crow Park, they were burning effigies of me on the streets in Dublin. It was magnificent. First things first, Gab, what do you got for us?
3: Oh, just the Eagle Farm track. I'm calling it the farm of gold at the moment. It's just racing beautifully. After all those issues that happened throughout the years, you know, it was, it was in a bit of a state at the time and a bit high pressure for everyone. It's just come back so well and honestly rated as such such a good track and especially tomorrow, like, every horse is going to get their chance. So.
0: Yeah, spot on. And one question that you'd be better equipped to answer than anyone <laughs> is, from a race goer, what's the main difference between Eagle Farm and Doombin and what makes Eagle Farm special to you?
3: Oh, Eagle Farms just—it's—it's it's an absolute dream. I mean, look out there, like the atmosphere, especially if you're having a drink, am- amazing. Like you're right, you're literally right there, and and it's just it's just a big big track, and yeah, Do- Doomben's lovely, but it is everything's a bit more enclosed, and a- and as a race track, you know, it is a tighter turning track. So, yeah, as I said, every every single horse is going to get their chance tomorrow, and that's why I'm super keen. And
0: but, to compare it to a Victorian track, it's almost like if maybe Caulfield and Moonee Valley yeah. merge because you feel so close, as mm-hmm. Gabby said, to the action where we are here right on the winning post, but it's also got that intimate feel mm. as well.
1: And if it was in Melbourne, it'd be a heavy nine right now. Oh, wouldn't it? sunny. No, no, if we were in Melbourne. Melbourne, rain. Oh, rain.
2: Right. Yeah. Gabby, you make a really good point because... <laughs> punters, trainers, jockeys, owners, people who just briefly watched racing. This track took an absolute beating verbally for a long period of time. So it happens, right? This is what happens in life. We whack something, but we don't give a great deal of credit when things go the right way. We just expected it's how it should be but the track's been playing perfectly and it's they've done a great job and there's a huge cast that have been able to do it to make sure that every horse has its chance
3: yeah and i think for trainers and punters for that matter like to get their confidence back here it's taken a long time and i think now you can finally say like you can have so much confidence here and i think it's a great track track to bet at i obviously love betting here and yeah I, i think they've done a wonderful job and it's just absorbing well now and I think
0: it's great. Now, Gabby, we're very new to a lot of social media aspects and we need your advice because most of us are in our late 30s, early 40s, and we've latched onto TikTok. And we went through TikTok and we found. Hang on, not all of us are latched onto TikTok. (laughs) Just him. It's just fine. And him, (laughs) his TV show. Now, we did stumble across one of your tics, as we'll call them, one of the videos you put out has had 5.9 million views. Only half of them by Campbell Brown. How did you get a TikTok to go that viral?
3: No, oh well, look, it was nothing of me. It was just when I was a nurse and a, a, an equine veterinary nurse, I just put up a little video of doing a surgery on a racehorse, and and it just went uh, ballistic. So obviously people like that, but went um, viral. No, it was, yeah, it's a good. Your phone
0: must have been just going bill
3: bill bil, bill bill. Well, I looked the next day, and I was like, what on earth? Like a hundred and something thousand likes, and I was like is this a joke? Like, am I being stitched up here? And uh, they loved the surgery for some reason. Not that it was anything gory.
0: No, it wasn't gory at all, but it was fascinating (laughs) because it was interesting just watching a horse of that size basically go through the procedure and whatnot and how bizarre it looked, really.
3: Yeah, well, it is. And I think people aren't aware of what goes on, especially in the veterinary world, and that's why I was kind of bringing it to light when I was there. And, yeah, that's what I did, pretty much operated on. Just racehorses, well, horses as well, but mainly racehorses from around Australia. So
0: we'll share that tick so someone can have a look at it. And speaking of waking up to is millions, is top better? Of, maybe top. <laughs> uh, speaking of waking up to millions of notifications on your phone, brownie, that's probably something you've done in your
1: years gone by. A uh, couple of times, uh, never for the right reason. So
0: what was your, what would be the gold medal winner? Waking up, going, that's probably not a great result.
1: Oh, I reckon when we got out of the Thai prison, cell, uh <laughs> over in Copenhagen wasn't the best. <laughs> I was sort of hoping that we could bury that one and uh, <laughs> got leaked. So.
0: <laughs> so we'll put out uh, your top and that famous photo of you doubled over no, in no, pain. No, no, I don't like that photo. I'll show Gaby that oh, one there. Uh, I was misrepresented, things, I,
2: what, I was
1: misrepresented.
2: First things first for me
0: is I've got, con- cons- I've got a concern about Royal Ascot, a
2: major concern. Why? Right, because We've got our man, Hamo, who weirdly is in the tails today.
1: today. I'm not sure what's
2: going on here. Firstly fitted. So we're taking a cooling gator. We'll win, we'll win the 1,000 we'll metre dash on the Tuesday. You'll be there. What
1: you think this well, will an
2: Austral- Well, an Australian horse will win it. I think Cannonball's an actual legit okay. chance to win the race. We're going to have you know great Australian jockeys over there doing their thing. Yes. But I have raised this already. I am very nervous. Matt Hill's going over to call the first four races on the five days at Royal Ascot. Yep. I am getting extremely nervous that he's going to get poached. Ooh. He's going to go over there. He's the best not, race caller in the world. I don't think anyone. Back. And not, not, well, he may come back at some point, but I'm getting concerned that we're going to be so dominant as Australians, headlined
0: by Matt Hill, we might lose well, him. I think that'd be great. To see Matt Hill, it, it, who's called local races, go on and dominate the world stage, yep. I'd be proud. And we've got great depth in our calling ranks as well. So it'd be a good opportunity for someone to take the next step up. And Adam Olslansky, who's an World-class caller as well. He'd get more opportunities if Matt went. Our very own Dan Cobby. He's very, very good at the caper. I know the Alice Springs Turf Club are desperate to get him to relocate up there. So, um, and I'd I'd feel a lot of pride if Matt Hill went over. Do do
2: not get me wrong. I would be proud as punchy. I believe legitimately is the best race caller in the world. I don't think, like majority of my opinions, they can't be argued. This one's another one. But the very fact is, really full of himself. Essentially.
1: I, can't I don't see him, want to lose him. I can't see. Him I'm walking, being selfish. I can't see him walking away from his SEN footy commentary That's right. the thing, right? He's called
2: Olympic Games. He's got AFL Nation. Like, I, I don't tennis. think he'd leave AFL Nation. Well, what, what, what is our contract? That he's it's watertight, <laughs> right? Is I don't it? have a contract. I'm day by day. <laughs> no, I mean Matt Hills. Oh, I know yeah, yours, is, yours is
1: yours yeah. is very nice. Um, no, no, would be fantastic, Royal Ascot. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm excited to get over there. It just reminded me, uh, very
2: lovely young woman came over to introduce herself to us last night and I can't remember her name and I do apologize. And I said I'm Cam, she says nice to meet you. And then Campbell introduced himself and she goes, oh we've met before. And She works in HR, and it was no surprise <laughs> to anyone. And I can't remember her name, but it was quite humorous. <laughs> <laughs> I lost, I've lost track of. Do you
1: think she was making a gag that that hit, or do you think she, you've met her before? Oh, I, I, I'm bad with memories <laughs> and names and faces. Uh,
2: hey, now, Gab, you're about to uh, jump out in about a minute, minute or two time, and Nathan X will be going to join us. Uh, what are you? Give us your best bets. What are you having a little punt on tomorrow? What do you like?
3: Oh, tomorrow, like race one, number five, a bounding mm. team Heathcote there. Um, they're flying at the moment and she's been unlucky her, her last couple of runs never missed a oh she's missed a placing once sorry and she's going to appreciate being here my only concern is she does have a shocker of a gait again in barrier 10 but look if jason Collett can slot her in I think she's she's fit she's well she's a beautiful horse and yeah I, I reckon she can she can finally get that win that she deserves.
2: Now are you having a are you having a bet in the straight break? Which way do you look?
3: I'm with Cardinal Jem, actually. I just thought, you know, I'm getting alligator blood vibes from last year, from the BRC sprint. He was just so good, so strong, sat four wide and and still finished off like he did. You know, the distance is going to suit and, yeah, I, I really like him tomorrow. Well, you're moving to Victoria. Beautiful. You want to
0: tip a Victorian horse. Very
3: yeah, good. and also Graham Beg. He's been in the placings number of times, yeah. deserves it. You know, the horse, yeah, the horse. I watched it gallop through the line on Tuesday. Looks beautiful and... Going to get a nice little run and yeah, fingers crossed at at the juicy odds of what are we at? It's Sixteen dollars, yeah. Sixteen
0: to one. So bigger with good, good. lead ropes. Yeah, tw-
3: twenty-seven if you got on early. Oh, a bit
0: of head wobble
3: <laughs> and a cab look about because, uh, you. You okay. know what?
2: It's okay. it's not head wobble if it's true, right? So yeah. there you go, but it's continually his fact. What I will say too about Cardinal Gem is he's a horse that's very tractable. We've seen this in a lot of his Melbourne races where he hasn't had a great deal of luck, be it barrier draw or just in transit, and he doesn't really shirk the issue. So he can take a bump or he can sit wide. As long as he's got cover, which I think he'll get tomorrow, I think he's, a horse is definitely yeah, going to appreciate the straight and the, the seven furlongs.
3: And obviously Yellow Brick is just a, you know, the, I think he just wins. So, yeah, he's Couldn't definitely at top. top. But yeah. not, not much value there, so. There's a bit of value for the punters. And I know that you have
2: this thought as well, and I, I, again, it's probably something a lot of people have. If there is a bulk of scratchings today, as unlikely as it is, if he gets into the field, I think he can win the strategy. I don't see so how he's. No, I Why Why would there agree. Why are you getting a with that? bulk
0: scratching? Well, I don't
2: think there will be. But I'm, so if, it happens, for strike, if it happens, if it happens, legitimately, he's a horse that. I think he'd be favoured. I think if he was in the field, he'd be the favourite tomorrow. You I, don't think so? I think he'd be
1: second favourite. You think so? I think he'd be on second or third line yep. of betting. But yeah. I think it's a better result for the horse that, that hasn't made the field and can just pick off a nice one early in the day. And oh.
3: also, I think his future's looking bright anyway. So, no matter that he didn't get in there, but there's going to be plenty of opportunities for him to win a big one, I think.
2: Thank you for having
0: us. And thank yeah. you for coming on the show. Yeah. This my is pleasure. your hood, so it's yeah. my we're just,
3: absolute pleasure. We're just
0: visitors. Have we been well behaved? Yes. What did you make of the Campbell Brown photo I just showed you from custody?
3: Oh, look, that's a little bit scary, you know. A bit she how you're going. But, um, you know, I, w- I won't hold that against you, um, Cameron. I'm not sure what happened. You know, it looked like you'd been beaten or something like that. But, uh,
0: Any tips for us TikTokers? <laughs> Um, no, to you're
3: actually doing better than me at the moment. You've you've inspired me to have another go. I thought I was too old for it, but then you came along yeah, and I thought no, 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 no. <laughs> no. I'm not. Can, shot. can we end
2: that <laughs> bit? I'll we <be>, uh, <laughs> honest though? Quinny's wife has been in, bemused about the algorithm that continues to throw stuff up towards <laughs> Quinny's face. Landbroker, <laughs> uh, download the Ladbrokes app today. You <laughs> win some, you lose more. Always gamble responsibly. A quick break. Plenty more from Eagle Farm next. From beautiful Eagle Farm, good morning to you. Vital Ambrokes live channels or the S N Track Radio Network. 049736736 to get involved. It might be a tip for tomorrow, your best of the day, anywhere around the nation. Or a horse that you've lost more money on than most horses, which is something I think most punters can, well, honestly, put their hand up and admit it happens. Uh, Gabby Doxie out. Nathan X will be in the house. Hello to
4: you, buddy. Thank you very much for having me. It's great to have you guys here at Eagle Farm.
2: Uh, congratulations on last night. I know the, the Ladbrokes, Calcutta, uh, first time that we have been, or I've been yep. to the, the Stradbroke version of it. Outstanding night. You did more, I felt, on stage than uh, the guy Nick Quinn. but
4: no, I not minimalistic night involvement as, as Nick <laughs> no, hang did. Hang hang on, hang oh, on.
0: Hang on. <laughs> Let's not beat around the bush. It went up 58,500 <laughs> yes. from last year. And the only difference is Nathan and I were involved <laughs> this year. So, 10%, 5,800. You've that's got a... some, some comms there for you? Yeah, I
4: think yeah. that's about right. Yeah.
0: But it was a great night, wasn't it? The it atmosphere, felt like it was a good
4: vibe in the the room, you guys obviously had a good time. It was a bit more difficult uh, working it, so I had had a later start on the drinking than you guys. But um, I'm still, I try to play catch up, so I'm sort of struggling a little bit now. <laughs> hey,
2: Nathan, you've been around horse racing for a long, a lo- long time, and in, in different roles. I, I just have a feeling last three or four years, we talk about this on the on this particular show yeah. and SEN uh, a lot. It just feels that there's more confidence that you can run in the big races here, headline by the Stradbroke, and then get to the Spring Carnival major races, yeah. beat in Melbourne and Sydney. Of course, we've we seen it last year. Zaki incentivised the year prior in, in different races. Is that the vibe you were getting, the fact that we are continually seeing this get bigger and bigger due to the confidence that the trainers have?
0: The,
4: the prize money has improved. Mm-hmm. You guys touched on the track earlier on. That's a big thing now that Eagle Farm's back to being where it should be. Um, the, change of that, the face of that spring carnival has changed a lot. If you look at the record of the Melbourne Cup winners, Cox Plate winners, how many of those race in May, June, July? That, that, that may not be here, mm. but if you look at the Melbourne Cup and Cox Plate the last 15, 20 years, there's so many of them that race at that time of year. So I think trainers now uh, prepare their preparations differently and the shorter breaks, and that works in our favour up here, that they know they can come here and have enough time still to get themselves ready for a, for a Cups campaign or a Cox Plate campaign.
2: Huge weekend of racing, huge day tomorrow. The Landbroke, Stradbroke is where we might start. Quinny, I know you've got the odds there. We might have a look at the market because, as you continually tell us, First Things First was a really good pointer. The fact is not a great deal of market favourites are able to salute in the last decade or so. So the money, it is open. Talk to me.
0: It is open if you're betting outside the favourite. Think about it. who dominates the market now at $2.90. Hawaii 50, a 550 second elect, Converge 8, Yellow Brick obviously unlikely to gain a start. Still in the market at $10. Ruthless name at $12 chance, and Cardinal Gem. Good luck to Gabby who snapped up the $27 now into 13. So. I think it's a question is, how short can Think About It get? Yesterday I looked at the market and I thought, well, $3, that's got to be rock-bottom odds. Might get back out to sort of $3.50, $4 come race time. But it's actually firmed again since then. Two questions for you, Nathan. Is Think About It the one to beat? And what price do you anticipate the favourite will start?
4: I think he will start with a two in front of it. Okay. Um, you isolate it. You know, if it's not a straight break, he starts with a two in front of his name every day of the week. We talk about that history of the Stradbroke, 10 of the last 11 at double figures, favourites have won one in the last 13 years. So you can bring all that into it, but I, the big guys don't... That, that means nothing to them. They'll look at this. He's the horse that beat the handicapper. He's in very light now as a Group 1 weight for Age winner with 54, so it doesn't surprise me at all. They gravitate to him, and I think they will continue to do so.
2: Just quickly, Alf cabin, because I think
4: uh, the uh, the labrokes
2: Lab, the racing version will be out uh, in a not-too-distant future the with Adam Hamilton. <laughs> it's called the little version because it takes us one take compared to the half day that you guys have to do in footy. <laughs> the, the fact is that they're both... I, I think Alf cabin and, and Think about it are going to get nice runs in transit. I, I know the number sometimes scares some people off, but yep. if you look at the way the race is probably going to unfold, Plenty of speed inside and also outside, so they can get some, some suck runs and be off the back of them. And I, I, I'm very surprised. Where is half Cabin at in the Ladbrokes market?
0: 13 the win for the place. And if you take the Ladbrokes odds search, mm-hmm. you can help yourself to a very generous $17 on half yeah. Cabin. Wow.
4: Uh, that you know, He's the top seed of, amongst the three-year-olds for yeah. me by, by a good way, Aft Cabin. You know? like, every year we see the Fred Best winner. He's in the market because they tumble to the, the 49 or whatever they do, but more often than not, they come up short. We saw Valana do it last year. He, he re- actually ran well, but never threatened. The Apache Chase was right in the market the year befo- before that, and you know, like, I'm happy to risk those horses, whereas Aft Cabin, as you've pointed out, Cam has done it at the right level of, uh, of horse. And to me, he's a very similar horse to Impending, mm-hmm. who won this race a few years back. Uh, only reason Impending won the Stradbroke, that, they, they were going home, but that was the year that Eagle Farm raced and they pulled the pin on Eagle Farm, they switched the Stradbroke back to Doombin, so they kept him in training and he was able to win the Stradbroke. To me, they're, they're similar type horses, and uh, speaking with Nassim last night, he was so excited when this horse arrived back in Queensland yesterday. He said, He's got all these horses. Have been here for a few weeks, but Arf Cabin looks the best of all of them. He's only just come from sitting with a cooler. Now uh, the two-year-olds go
2: about it in the JJ Atkins as well, the Ladbrokes Market, Quinny. What is a really open? Browning mentioned to me off air, and I couldn't agree more. It's a very open race, but it's one that, over the years, if you go back through the history, gives us a good pointer to these horses going to three-year-olds and being good in the spring,
0: be it in Sydney or Melbourne. What's the market tell us? Azula hits the way at $4.80. There's been support for a couple of runners at longer odds, including number four, Make A Call, who's been $15 into 11. This is often a market that can bounce around a little bit on race day, but as it stands, Azula, the market leader, chasing a third straight victory. I
1: won't be touching this race. At all? Nah, nah it's the toughest race of the day as far as I'm concerned. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm all in. The place on Gentleman Roy, by the way, you, mm. you skipped over me. I <laughs> no, think,
0: I, we'll we're going to
1: get to that. Um, yeah, you're right. But now this is just a really difficult race. I think there's five or six genuine chances it can win the race, maybe even yeah, more. So, point.
4: yeah. What have you got for
0: us here, Nate? Um,
4: I, I can't see how Azula can possibly be favourite. Oh wow! Just on absolute empty there last week. If you look at those closing figures there at 1500, the the runner-up had a stone cold and didn't run 1500. I'm, I'm stunned at that. Uh, make it call, I'm equally stunned that they would bet $15 of the horse who should have won the size mm. if he wasn't knocked over. It's, that size form is just a blanket finish so you can pick a number of them out of that. To me, is the one that's new blood and may well have just taken a little step forward from where we saw him at in the autumn on those wet tracks. He trialled well and then he was able to really be really strong at $4,100. $6,
0: James McDonald set to steer for Chris Wallace, so that's a yeah. pretty handy duo as well.
4: I've got to say, I'll, I'll mention Miss Jolene. I backed her at 100 to 1 in this race after the, uh, the champagne where she was she was, she was a nice eye-catcher there. And I, I also backed her at 101 in the size. And naturally, she got back to last and ran on nicely for fourth. So I missed out <laughs> on the, the, the 25s of the place. But she'll run a race. She'll, she's out of a, uh, a man called Seller Girl, who was a good 16, 18, meter horse. She'll, she'll run the mile out, and she's, she's going pretty good. Just on make a call, I think he's a horse that can get to a really strong 2,000 in the spring as well. He
2: should have won last start. There's no doubt, and the yep. conversation that's come out of it is one that we all kind of agree on, the fact that he was very unlucky. I, I think that the gate probably hurts him a little bit. He's going to be yeah. back and giving him a fair run, but he'll hit the line well. I, I think if you, if you like you know, 2,000 metres, if you can find one in the spring and have a little futures bet, or maybe even a little bit further, Maybe have a look at that and make it cool. Uh, just to, back to the Stradbro, gentleman Roy, who was half slow away last time, and they rode it differently. And bad barrier. Yeah, absolutely won't, will not happen this. And and Craig Willings will have the horse hum along yep. nicely. It's a nice little each way play. Oh well, yeah, I
1: think uh, you could get eight or nine to one. The place into seven fifty. Now I just, it's going to jump. It's on speed. I think he's a fourteen hundred metre horse. He's drawn well. Um, it just ticks a few boxes. You know what I mean. You don't even need to win the race. You can still get a really nice place price. Yep, yep. And, and you know what sport Should've does? Should have won a group one too. This, <laughs> I was about to say, this is what
2: sport does, right? I had the group one taken off him in protest and the awe, oh, and then all of a sudden, right. six months later, he gets that group one that many believe he should have had yes. back in, in February. So it does happen. That's what happens. And the conversation on the back of so many huge events is that finally redemption, a little bit of good karma comes the way. So I like where your head's at. You had, you've, you've backed him. You're not uh, waiting. No, either. absolutely. Okay.
1: It's like... like uh, from a unit point of view, yeah. um, I'm talking units. Wow, well, so you know? <laughs> 70, 70% yeah. the place, 30% the win.
2: That's why I know you finished
1: school. You are able to work out. 70% <laughs> to work out. But, but, but rungs, I have to pause. <laughs> do you, did you pick that up?
2: Yeah, but lad, really we're warming it up. A beautiful morning here at Eagle Farm. We'll be back with plenty more, including our best bets and crystal ball next. Good morning to you, right across the Ladbrokes live channels. or SCN track with it all, thanks to Ladbrokes. It is the Ladbrokes Winter Breakfast Show, the finale for the winter. But good news, we're back for the
1: spring. Are oh, we? How come I didn't get that email?
0: Well, <coughs> oh, sorry, left, left sorry, sorry, uh, sorry good news is we're back for the spring. Well, you say that, but then off air, everyone was just waxing lyrical about what a star Gabby was and how great she was on the show. And she's moving to Melbourne. And then I said, oh, so in the spring, who's she going to replace? And then there was just awkward silence. So I I figured that's how they're going to tell me I'm no longer required. And Adam Hamilton lurking around there in his Royal Ascot gear. Sometimes he makes appearances on the shows, but I think now that Gabby's in the team, he will use his favourite saying... Why bark when you've got dogs so we will not be getting him into work before 8 o'clock on a Friday?
2: All thanks to Ladbrokes. Ladbroke, make sure you download the app today. You win some, you lose more. Let's get into our best bets.
0: The Ladbrokes of Breakfast Best Bets. I'm
1: going
2: to start with you, Brownie, because I missed you on the Stradbroke. Talk to me.
1: Okay, so I'm going to have three. Uh, race one, number one, namesake. I got, uh, I got tipped it as a good thing last start. Then you? I- uh, oh, here, yeah, here, sorry. I should have said Eagle Farm. Um, I got tipped at last start from some good, good stable mail and it ran fourth and was really comprehensively beaten. But how often do you get tipped one? You back it. And then the next start it comes out and, mm. and it wins. So I think $13 is a really nice each-way play about namesake. My best of the day uh, is race two, Eagle Farm, and it's um, Yellow Brick. I think Gabby's touched on it. You like it. We all like it. Pretty short, but you can just run a few multis. And um, and the other horse that I'm going to be having a, a bet on is race three, number eight, Antino. Obviously the runner that's uh, absolutely flying at the moment. And um, hopefully... Uh, We'll put another win on the board and uh, continue the winning streak this preparation. Um, it's a, a pretty good price, decent price, $3.20. No, I'm,
0: I'm, not, I'm not laughing at the tips. I'm laughing at the fact your yeah, three best bets in races no, one, no. two and three. So at the end of race three, yeah. you will be <laughs> airborne <Yeah>. or cars <laughs> Gone. If you see me
1: storming around uh, angry, you'll know that none of them have lobbed. Watch out, tags.
0: <laughs> All right, 20. Talk to me. Okay. Give us a 15 best. No, nah, 15's a bit of a stretch, but we have cast the net a little wide trying to find a Saturday winner. Three best bets at Eagle Farm. Race one, number 11, Isthmus, each way. Race two, number one, Yellow Brick. Good anchor for the multi-bets. And race six, number three, without a fight. It was enormous winning last start. Confident we'll go back to back. Done the form for Sandown, I like two. One each way, one straight out. Each way, all day. Race seven, number two, Lethal Thoughts. And the best bet at Sandown for mine, race eight, number two, Hezar Bonneval. And also playing at Randwick, best bet, race four, number one, Kaboo. Each way, race nine, number seven, Manhood. Each way. Just on without a fight, I think you raised this last
2: week. Might have been the week previous. We have been continually talking, and I believe this is great for the Ladbrokes Cox play. The fact that there's no out and out, oh, this is who we're going to jump on, and there's a lot of intrigue around it. If he wins tomorrow, and I actually expect him to do exactly that, he may well be close to the favourite for Labros cox play next week or two.
0: Ironically, though, I'd probably rather see him go down the Caulfield Cup-Melbourne Cup path. I Mm. reckon that's where he'd be better suited.
2: Yeah, I I, I think traditionally I would agree with you on on that case with the horse, or a horse like him, but... The fact that it is so open, I think we're going to see Connections have a little stab at the Labro's Cox Plate that they may not have done previously. In particular, maybe a Cox Plate Melbourne Cup double compared to a Caulfield
0: yeah, Cup. Yeah, fair enough. Mm.
2: Inside all right. male? No, no inside male at all. I just think, oh, I love it. I think this is great for the actual Labrox Cox Plate. The fact is, I think Zaki's favourite. I think Zaki's currently the favourite when it comes to the Australian horses. We've, 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 well, we've dug deep into this previous, but oh, I, I think it's great. <coughs> Nath? Talk to us. We'll
4: go converge in the, in the Stradbroke. Mm. I think he's got a very similar profile to Alligator Blood last year. I think he gets a similar run to Alligator Blood. He's three goes here at Eagle Farm, it's been sensational every single time, and he just loves it up here. The stables had a whaler of a carnival, and I think they can round it out with Converge winning the Stradbroke, Ken.
2: I like it. I tell you what, i with the Y50. I, I just mm. think the way that the horse will map allows Rachel King just to sit off a, a, bit, a fair bit of speed. And I have a feeling he might just. Look, needs a, might need a little bit of luck at some point, but if a gap opens and they're going to sp- spring fairly wide. But as the day does continue on, I, I, I'm starting to warm to aft cabin. Like, I, I think that the barrier tradition, I've got Gentleman Roy each way as well. And, and I feel I've come here as
4: a guest, and I've potted the yeah. Fred Best form, and you're uh, tipping the winner of the Fred uh, Best. No, nah, <laughs> nah, nah, don't worry
2: about that. I, I just think that this is how open <laughs> the race is. Like, if you are a quaddy punter tomorrow, I think you almost have they've had horses in it. To try and right, cover you. to the
1: track tomorrow. Oh,
2: well, I'd say Singer,
4: so. Singo going to be here? Well, the, the story is that he'll be shouting the bar again if, yeah. if he happens to win. Provided Jerry tips in for half yeah, of it. Yeah. So. <laughs> One of
1: my favourite humans, <laughs> yeah. I reckon. Yeah, both of those guys, but I love Singer. All right. I want to be like Singer. Just like what do you mean?
2: shout in the bar. No, just the, the, just, off, the way, yeah. just
1: the way he rolls. He just doesn't yeah. give a stuff about anything. He just yeah. does what he wants.
0: And you're saying you don't... <laughs> mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I just don't have the backing Sounds of the like
4: fortune.
1: A you know? <laughs> my actual,
2: my, my legit best of the day is at Sandown, in fact. i have just going to try and get it up here so I don't uh, make a mistake. Of course, Swan Hill Cup Day uh, on Sunday. Can't wait for that. Uh, race five, number four, Dance to Dubai. Yeah, f- flies fresh. Track's going to be perfectly suited. Nice race, actually. Carlene Heffel, uh, in good form as well. So Dance to Dubai, race five, number four, around 260 at Ladbrokes. But I think this is a, it's, a, it's a wonderful betting day tomorrow. If you are in Melbourne, in Track, of course, we're out and about, the Ascot Vale Hotel. You've got to cash up here, Brownie, but I will be headlining be. tags and the crew five, uh, back in five Melbourne. Five
1: weekends that we, they could have chosen mm-hmm. the three, third birthday. Yep. And I said, look, the only one I can't attend is Saturday the 10th. And guess what date they put it on? Saturday <laughs> yeah. oh, so the 10th. They oh, knew I was dead.
0: Craig Hutchinson as savvy, yeah. but <laughs> strategic. You know what he's saying? He's like, he's angry. Oh, you know, the only sad
2: day. What if we did it next Saturday?
1: I'm live at Royal Ascot. That was a last minute
0: decision are go, because. So are you
2: going to Ascot, Camp? I'm um, still about sixes. Oh,
0: yeah. okay.
2: I, 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 there was a little, just this morning, there was a little tweak. In something that might be happening, so maybe there. Yeah. I'm no, going to be just able to, to last bring you the up to speed.
0: I'm the only person that's ever been paid by Ladbrokes yes. that's not going to be at Royal Ascot. It sounds like there's a
2: good
4: contingent
0: yeah. going. That's for yeah. sure. I, by oh. the way, if I do go, it's
2: not a, it's not anything to do with Ladbrokes. It is. So it's not just. In fact, you're not. You're going yourself, aren't you? Yes. So only Hamo well, well,
0: and Dan Cobby. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know Ladbrokes was sending them. I'm just the odd one out. You don't have work
2: over there. Big shout-out to Brownie's wife, Jess. She believes he's on a 7 week
1: She's never listened to one thing I've ever said on radio or TV, so if she has for that five seconds, I'm awfully unlucky. (laughs) 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 Before we get out of here, let's
2: go to the Crystal Ball.
0: On the Ladbrokes Winter Breakfast, (laughs) Crystal Ball.
2: We don't have a great deal of time, so you All go right, first. What's your uh, crystal ball?
1: So my, my crystal ball is um, obviously Gay Waterhouse and, and Adrian Bott, outstanding trainers. Um, and they've done just about everything. But if they can get Teofilo Starr going from the Waterball hurdles and Sandown hurdles to come up here and win a Brisbane Cup, I, I think mm-hmm. that'll be one of the all-time great training performances from you know, Gay Waterhouse who, who does uh, things differently. But this is one out of the box.
0: I, I, I don't
2: know if a horse has ever won a hurdle at Warrnambool and ran in the Melbourne Cup in the same year, but this horse wins tomorrow, and I think he's going to be very tough to oh, beat. He it. might end up in a Melbourne... He might win a Grand National Hurdle <laughs> and then be in the Melbourne Cup. Unbelievable. It's, it's unprecedented. It yeah. is unprecedented.
0: My crystal ball... Isthmus will win race one at Eagle Farm and will be the one to beat for the Group 1,000 Guineas. Her mum, Shoals was runner-up in that race behind Aloisha. I anticipate she'll go one better than mum in 2023.
4: That's... She'd want to be winning tomorrow then, wouldn't she? Yes. Yeah,
1: needs to win tomorrow.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. That actually plays into my crystal ball a little bit because I believe there'll be a runner here at Eagle Farm tomorrow that wins a Group 1 in the spring. Now I was I'd I, I like make a call, but again there's a plethora of horses. We spoke before, Nathan, about the fact that you know mm-hmm. the, a lot of these horses do bob up in and beat a Melbourne Cup or a Labros Cox Plate. But I, I like where your heads at. Hang
0: on, so you're just saying any horse? So you've any got horse. 400 runners, yeah. and if it wins, you're like, oh, can we play that promo? You know what? Get the <laughs> this.
2: Where's my camera at? There it is. Make a call will win a spring group one. Yes, that's there what we go. like.
1: There you go. That's a call that you've made.
2: What a
0: show. Yeah, yeah well done.
2: Is there, a, is there a Ladbroke's Victoria
0: Derby market out? There will be. We're gonna have a look at that in a moment. Leave us us for the winner. Drop
4: the
2: winner
0: as we. The music's going. The Backstreet boys are playing. Seconds. Nate,
2: thank you for having us. What's your day look like? You're busy, or you can. Yeah, we're busy
4: early, but we'll enjoy the races as it gets on through the day. Hopefully, get up to the Ladbrokes Rough Abbott Lounge at some stage through the day. Can't wait for
2: it. That's actually you're there. You're hosting, aren't you? And Alfie Lang. Alfie Lang is up there because. They re- you replaced Alfie <laughs> <laughs> Alfie They replaced a Queensland legend with a Queensland legend. Enjoy Ladbroke's Stradbroke Day. We're getting out of here. We Poor will see it. you back this particular time slot in the spring. Yeah,
4: see ya. Down.